This is Henry Kennedy. I'm the executive director of Kiev Wabas Education. You're listening to the Quest Podcast, stories from Dermascotta Lake. Kiev Wabas has been here for about 100 years, so we headed out to talk with some of our alumni to hear some of their stories and share them with you. So why don't you tell us uh, who you are? I am Ned Almy. And when were you a camper at Camp Kiev? 1942, 1943, 1944, 1945. You know, the little things that you remember was to get from the top of the hill to the bottom of the hill and to the two houses was one steep. <laughs> You'd never see so many kids with knees that were a little bit scraped. Because we always used to have races to see who could get there first. Because in those days, it was eight weeks. And um, we come up on the train, and gosh, must the train didn't, of course, have anything. It must have been 90 degrees. And it had to change trains in uh, Portland to bring the train, which the train came up here. And when it arrived, uh, which was just at a crossroad, and... Um, They'd all be in cars, you see, and then, and of course we had the bags and everything else, and uh, they put us in the cars, and you know, up we went, and I went from South Glenair to North Glenair to South Harris to North Harris o- over a five-year period, and uh, you know, when you got to be uh, South Harris, I mean, you know, you're the king of the road because mm-hmm. you're 14 years old or whatever it was, yeah, and you know, you looked after the other kids. And when the, the first year that I was there, there was a young man, Tad Baldwin. He came from uh, Chestnut Hill, and um, he was much smaller than I was, but the same age. And they had a uh, obstacle race, and he was fast. So we had to go out to the float, climb up the cave song, run, jump in the water, back to the raft, and then you got a cracker, and then the first one who could whistle won. <laughs> and, and the thing is, I had a bigger mouth, and I got, <laughs> and I won. <laughs> oh, that's great. And he was a he was an awful nice guy, <laughs> and I enjoyed it. The biggest thing is we didn't we didn't have any screens on the windows. If you wanted to shut your uh, Innisfree uh, or whatever they call the first one, and keep the bugs out, then you, you, you and it was hot. Mm. Things would get. <laughs> a little hotter, but you found out a lot of guys had nettings, you know, which would go up and over oh, the, yeah. yeah. That's oh, yeah. clever. And not keep the bugs out, yeah. you see. And those of us who didn't have them, had them the next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My dad tells a story of the first year that camp uh, was going. My grandfather couldn't afford mattresses for the beds, so people would sleep on the springs. box springs, yeah, and they, they were nicknamed oh, yeah. the Waffle what, Fannies. That's what we slept on. <laughs> yeah, we slept on. All I did was have a, it was a, a, a like a cover the first year. And a lot of people say, were you homesick? I said, yeah, when I had to make out the, uh, we had to make out a postcard on the first day of breakfast saying we got here safely. That's the only time I really felt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So um, when you were here, um, what uh, what were some of the wilderness trips that you took? The main wilderness trip was in the senior year, which was 1946, and that was a trip to Canada. And then we took uh, a train, which was a uh, lumber train, uh, out 50 miles to a town 
to meet with a gentleman by the name of Rod Beebe. He used to be a counselor here, but he had gone off on his own. And he took us on a three-week tour down uh, through the lakes. That was exciting because uh, we did a lot of rough-type canoeing. And the other stipulation was that the, if you were the stern man, you carried the canoe where we couldn't take the, the uh, canoes down the rapids that mm -hmm. were a little bit beyond us. So you'd have a cushions and whatever you had, a sweater, and put it on your forehead, and then you put a leather strap, tie it to the thwart, and then carry the canoe, and you carry it in front of you. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you got a little tired, you'd look for a tree with a uh, which had a nice branch on it, mm -hmm. so you could put it up because you didn't want to pick the damn canoe up. Because it's just too heavy. Yeah, we did the same trip with yeah. one of Rod's best friend's son, who was my trip leader 30 years later or whatever it was. Yeah. And same kind of thing. When yeah. Those canoes weighed, I think, about 135 pounds. You yeah. put the paddles up underneath there. You sort of hold the paddles and the tump straps, and, and you have it balanced just right. Uh, and the hard part really was if you had to stop and take a rest, uh, you, you couldn't get it back up because you were alone out there a lot of times. Somebody maybe was with you, but a lot of times not. We went and found a branch of a tree and you left it exactly off like that. Exactly right. Because yeah. <laughs> if nature calls, you sometimes you do you your couldn't. business. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking back on your time at Kiev, were there some things that you learned here that were useful to you throughout your life? Oh, yeah. Just to spend five years at this camp that would last you a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And it has. It has. I have always respected so many things that Don Kennedy used to preach. And um, uh, he was wonderful to listen. He would always give the most interesting speeches to our level of intelligence. And then each Sunday afternoon, one of the councils would be chosen to talk to us. And we'd all gather, and whatever their subject, nobody would have influence on what they were going to say. And, you know, a lot of the things that they talked to you about were something which you carried. When you were younger in camp, what, the, what were some of the things that you enjoyed doing um, as a younger man? Riflery. Uh -huh. <laughs> Baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Don't and forget, this is audio, not video. <laughs> Swimming. Okay. Swimming. No. We didn't wear bathing suits until the women came, or the mothers came, <laughs> on uh, on the final day of the season. And then they have to go out and race in a, in a uh, 60, whatever it was, 60-yard with a bathing suit. almost killed us. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, uh, there are certain things that even today probably I can remember, mm. but I have to, I'd have to sit down and really think about it a little mm -hmm. bit. Or I'd look at my cheat and look at my Kiev manual, which I have all five of them. Excellent. Uh, They're all right here behind you, too, by yeah, the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only one that really have a little problem with uh, 1942, only because when I got back from the camp, I unintentionally left it out on the terrace. And guess what happened that night? It rained. Oh, boy. I'm 86 years old now, coming up 87. Yeah, and I can bring back my days <laughs> as if they were yesterday. Awesome. So that has to be something that was pretty damn right. Hey, thanks for tuning in today, and we'll see you next time. In praise of old my boys, hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. In spirit on.
on our hearts engrave fond memories of Kiev. Hip hip, rah rah rah, tag tag tag, sis sis sis, boom boom boom, ba, Kiev, Kiev, Kiev.